You are such a geek. Geek. What is a geek? No, it's okay because that introduction I don't think would have played yeah, so you Mitch, a- you were looking for a restaurant. I, I ate at that Rosalie's up in Longmont. I don't know if you've ever been up there. It's pretty good. It's a pizza place, but it's nice inside. Um, they wanted Chinese food, but yeah. everywhere else goes mysteriously closed on Mondays and Tuesdays or doesn't do dine-in. Oh. Rice China. Rice China closed on Mondays and Tuesdays. Man. So, yeah. Be well, we went to Mr. Saki. It was really good. Weird yeah. side of it makes you shit yourself instantly so there's that they have this roll there because they do sushi and stuff too they have this roll that is avocado and peanuts and it's like such a basic roll but it's awesome because i love avocado and peanuts and i was like all right cool do it and i'm like don't serve this to somebody who has like a fucking peanut allergy though they will they will serve <laughs> you said hey do me up only <laughs> be one thing if like no it's actually on the menu It'd be one thing if it cost a shitload, but they're like, "Yay, it's uh, avocado and peanuts." Like, we're not gonna, we're not gonna charge you a crazy importance. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you would take this away from us? <laughs> Hell yeah! Well, so yeah. Anyway, those that's that. Nice. Hell yeah! All right, sorry, I'm just trying something here, and it's not working, pissing me off. All right, I'll deal with that another time. All right. Uh, so their audio's cool on your end, Matt? Because I only caught like 75% about whatever they were just talking about. Yeah, I heard all of it. Okay. Maybe it's my it's your internet. Yeah, but I can hear you clear as a bell, which is weird. Yeah, that is weird. Could just be Zoom fucking up. Yeah. All right. I'm going to start. Well, I already started, so we can start talking whenever. Yeah, I mean, the fun thing is, is it wouldn't be the episode with the worst audio quality. No, Baker's not cooking. <laughs> Oh, well, you were driving a car through like weird territories the other day. <laughs> yeah, I still think that one's probably better than the one where Baker's cooking. Marginally. All right, I got a question here. So this would be, uh, are we going to count the chief uh, as a number episode? 257. We said it on the. All right. So then we're on 258. Just just checking because I don't know when we're going to get that. Oh, yeah. Well, we can. I'll hit, up, I'll hit up Carlos and see. uh if he knows. I mean, if it even fucking recorded. <laughs> All right, it no recorded. Worries. I tested the machine the day before the fest. All right. Uh, let's see. All right. And we're here with another episode of Broadcast Geeks coming in at episode 258. I am one of your hosts, Matt Oren. I'm Jake Becker. Midnight Mitch Jones. I'm returning for another round. Reese Genegas. Reese, hello. Everybody. It's good to see you. Yeah. Are you going to grow your beard back, dude? What? Talking to Reese. Are you going to grow your beard back? Uh, I I shaved this off because I'm actually going to the Bahamas, so I want to have like a pirate look. So I just uh-huh. got the patch, mustache, and sideburns thing going. It'll be fun. <laughs> All right. Cool. That sounds fun. Like, uh, So Mitch can... was saying that you're a, you're a Doctor Strange fan. Anyways, Jim, I need you to water my plants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch said you're a Doctor Strange fan. Did you see the movie? Well, of course I did. And I am a huge Strange fan. All right. Talk to us. Tell us your thoughts. I think one of the things that I like had in my head the entire time and 
you know, if they want to, I'm sure Feige can still try to swing this, but I thought like the villain was going to be Nightmare and it's because of how like a lot of the dream operation worked in the film. So I was like, yeah, dude, this reeks of Nightmare to like go in and corrupt people through their dreams and nightmares. And, you know, then they kind of like touched on that like a little bit with, well, I can't remember what universe it was, but the one they got shot into randomly, by which I mean Rachel McAdams and Benedict's, like that random already fucked up universe that it already right. had. The you incursion? Know, is that what they called it? Yeah. No, no, no. The one entirely like there's like one they get thrown into and they have to find a way out. And that's why he's like, I need the dark hold from this guy. Mm. It's because he was a strange walking through dimensions to begin with. And I'm like, okay, there's something kind of to that, especially as creepy and as weird as he was in his tower of oddness. That is, that is the earth where the incursion was. I thought they got, I thought they got moved again. Mm -mm. Dr. Strange is like the last thing on that earth. The one with the third eye already open from the dark hole when we meet him. That's kind of similar to the one from what if. Yeah, the, the earth with all the stuff moving in the in the sky. That was the incursion one. That's where they got okay. Yeah. And he had he had already been using the dark hold. Right. That's why he had the third eye, right? Yeah, and that's why our homeboy has one at the end. Because of the dark hole. Yeah, it's it's he's paying whatever price the other guy paid. It's not very well defined, but yeah. So, I thought, go ahead. He, fucking puppet mastered by evil strange at the end and that's why he opened the third eye no i did too and then i read about it and also matt thought the right way as soon as we walked out of the theater that it's just the knowledge right see yeah it's it's, it's the dark hold it's part of the hold it has on you yeah yeah and there are several you know instances of strange having a third eye in like various comics you know so like in most recently in the last run for third so yeah and it's not like he's evil he's been uh, any force or something it's just that yeah there's an additional level of knowledge or layer of people understanding that kind of penetrated yeah yeah no it was just very rainy esque to have that be the thing that signified right oh that yeah was, every little bit of like i was cackling and laughing and yeah. just like this is absolutely his jam. <laughs> yeah, that was that was as Sam Raimi as you can get, uh, especially if you've seen like the Evil Dead movie. Absolutely. Yeah, down to the book. Now, the one thing, though, I, I read was that he never watched WandaVision. The director. Yeah. yeah, Sam Raimi didn't watch any WandaVision. He's just told what was happening and they had given him the script. Um, and, and, and I don't know. I mean, I guess I could pick up on some of that. Yeah, I also don't know how weird that really is inside of marvel projects because i mean they're in production on so many things at once you might be able to see some dailies but i imagine a lot of it is feige tell, telling you what's what yeah but i don't know would talk about it just make the movie pig <laughs> i might i don't know i feel like i would have watched it it's not that much of a commitment no oh, no i i totally agree with you but dr strange got rewritten when they changed the schedule for right. spider-man and like been in production for a long time like that's what i mean he might have been watching a rough cut at that point or none of the cgi was done and it was just too tedious for him and the money he's got right i mean i was gonna say like to to like the point i made earlier like i feel like it would have been an awesome scene for them to do where like she's sitting in like the dark old tower thing and when she's seeing herself and you know essentially in the 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 rock wall it's like it's me it's you, but it's me. You know, like 
I feel like that's like grade A nightmare. <laughs> now, nightmare is a character. Nightmare is a villain of Doctor Strange, a pretty famous villain. He's one of those kind of, that's why I was like, oh, this makes sense, dude. They'll do Dormammu. They'll do Nightmare. They'll do Mephisto. That's my pick for the next one. Do you think Mephisto is the next one after they showed Cleo? uh, Yeah, Cleo. All right, we're talking Mephisto, man. It's got to be. And especially when he pops the third eye, he's like, whatever. I'm like, all right, hell yeah, he's ready to fuck around. Did he pop the third eye when he saw Clea? No, it was like she like cut the hole. In the no, dance. it happened before she showed up. <laughs> I thought it happened when she said like, "I need you," and then he's like, "Yeah." No, didn't it happen when he had his little fit and he fell to the ground and he screamed and then his eye opened up? Like that was like the end, and then there was the after credit. Yeah, then there's the right. post credit, but his eye is not just like operating as a third eye. She comes up and is like. I need you, S.A., and he's like, I'm down, homegirl, and then his eye pops. <laughs> I wish you called him S.A. I need you, S.A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was like, I know what you're saying, Holmes. Let's go. <laughs> now, what about, um, what about what are they going to do with Wanda? So, like, is she going to show up in, in more movies? Is she going to still be unhinged? Or are they going to, like, redeem her somehow? Do you want my real honest thought is they're going to wait for her price to go way down and then, okay. reincor- and then reincorporate her? I think they'll cut her. I think they'll cut her some leash so she can do a couple of movies that may or may not perform crazy. Mm-hmm. And then reassess because she's at the end of her contractual obligation. Ah, so I think they're gonna like leave her alone. Wanda will be dealing with her thing, sure, and until they find out, you know, what money she's worth to the outside market that's not them because they 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 have a great track record of people, you know, kind of leaving and regretting it. And now we're coming up on the first time they've gotten somebody back as a steal. So I think they've learned a lesson from old Natalie Portman. Well, she's back. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I, her, her pay scale is not anywhere near what it used to be. Hmm. She, uh, she, she so. talked shit about Marvel publicly on TV and on radio and in print. Uh, quit, quit the shit. Continue to not get any good jobs. Uh, was in a bunch of flops and uh, asked, asked to be back in Marvel. And then Taika Waititi made it happen. But she publicly asked for her job back. Nice. She could do some more ballerina movies and more lesbian scenes with Mila Kunis. Yeah, I'd be okay. Yeah, I'd be okay with that too. But I don't know how many directors are into making her do that anymore. <laughs> well, yeah, he'd he'd do it over and over again. He has no problem being a little pervert. I'm down to direct the movie. It's not working. <laughs> but, but yeah, it, it'd be like if they didn't have a Hulk, I almost guarantee fucking Ed Norton would be asking for his job back. His life hadn't been so swimmingly lately. Dude, what are you talking about? Here they're making rounders too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so... You know, <laughs> I think I think there's something to them not ending anything definitely, but kind of leaving a character in a gray area and then uh, letting people spread their wings a little bit and see what happens. Because I missed it in the theater. I don't know if I looked away or I was fucking with that nacho thing that fell on the ground by my footstool on my chair. I can't act. Uh, what happened to Wanda? She, did something fall on her, and she her fucking feet curled up like Wizard of Oz? What the fuck happened? To her? <laughs> uh, 
it's kind of just ambiguous if I remember right. Actually, I believe the Planet Express ship landed on her. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Her scarlet boots. <laughs> yeah, Nibbler did a quick lap, ate him, gets back on. Now that's a multiverse of madness. <laughs> oh, speaking of a multiverse, did you hear Apple's announcement today about their new racing game, Mitch? I did. Uh, it has all like the American Dad, Family Guy, King of the Hill. Total opposites. Uh, all the 20th century cartoon properties. That's awesome. I'm going to have to get an iPad again. Goddamn. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to buy the remote for my Apple TV. Um, Android all the way. Call me. So I'm just, yeah, I'm just curious. Like, if they're going to use her again, I wonder, if they, I wonder if they want to save Wanda for when they bring X-Men. Um, just to keep her as a villain. I don't know. I don't think they'll keep her as a villain. It's not being received well by uh, women. Well, I'm kind of having a hard time like wanting to show my kids this movie because they love Wanda. And it's like, well, I don't know if you're going to love her so much after this. Well, she's not really that villainous, though. What? I mean, she wants like to kill her, a kid. Yeah, so that she can keep her two kids. Like it in a wheelchair. That's like extra villainous. <laughs> would you would you kill a would you kill a teenager that you didn't know that was from some parallel universe if it was gonna keep your two kids alive, Matt? Uh, I mean, I feel like that's a different story. My kids are real. Uh okay. So but as a story, it's not any different. Well, it is. She okay. Knows her kids were not real. Her kids are real in a different place. Very simple here. Like she, like one of the reasons why I appreciate her selection, even though I would have liked Nightmare a shitload better, um, is because of House of M. I think that's yeah. like yeah. a point at which you can talk about how powerful she is and what she can do and everything yeah. like that. I don't put anything against her at any conceivable level, even if like you see it as evil. I'm sure she has a reason for doing it. Yeah. And, and like, again, I know you'd kill that teenager for your daughters, Matt. <laughs> I'd help you buy the body. What about like, uh, I was surprised that they didn't bring Vision back. And I guess maybe I shouldn't be surprised, but. There were apparently plans for him in the original script. Mm. This, is actually, this is actually the question that we need to be asking of people. Over or under how many teenagers would you be, would you be killing if you were the Scarlet Witch? And then I mean. Just be- 2.5 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's why a lot that's why a lot of the reviews i read from ladies really don't like the movie because they're like this woman just wants to be with her kids and she's the villain of the story i'm like well yeah okay i kind of say i would kill somebody like get outside of your body and consider the fact that somebody's taking over your body where you are with your children like <laughs> yeah but it's it's a more it's a more like uh, empathetic villain than usual in Marvel. And oh. usually, usually in Marvel, it's somebody who saw a keen business deal or, you know, has, has hands controlling behind the scenes and they don't want their shit fucked with or claw scum. Yeah. Pillaging African artifacts. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're usually people that if you were a kid, you'd be like, Oh, that's a turd right there. Big old fucking turd. But Wanda, I think even a kid would be like, I hope my mom would kill that teenager for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's also consider that she didn't just kill the teenager. You know, like, she, she did kill a lot of other people. Well, yeah. Many- but they exist in the multiverse. They're fine. <laughs> <laughs> she killed Anson Mount and John Krasinski. Yeah, she killed 
the Olympics. That was cold-blooded. Oh, yeah, dude. That's one of my favorite parts of the movies where uh, the smartest man in the multiverse is like, ha-ha, Black Bolt can kill you with a whisper from his mouth. And good old Lizzie. Lizzie what like, what mouth? Oh, my God. When his head it, it, like blew out like that, that was awesome. Dude, that ruled. That was like an asshole after eating Mr. Saki earlier. <laughs> yeah, I've seen you make a couple of choice faces, and I was wondering if you're fighting one in. Oh, he let it out. We heard it. I, I thought I heard it a little bit ago. I think well, you're getting their audio and I'm not because it's still Chunky Monkey for me. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I find that sometimes kind of funny. Like, she took down a whole crew of heroes. The baddest heroes on the fucking planet. And minus she Wolverine. And she can't take down Strain. Minus Wolverine? Okay. Yeah, cool. you can Wolverine can't die. I mean, I guess you could... No, he can't die. It's canon now that he just can't die. Literally, the head of the Illuminati is fucking Carl Mordo. Are you shitting? Like, uh, well, no, he sucks. That's the one I'll give you. That guy sucks. The rest of them are, like, pretty uh, A-list. But they're not. I was going to say, like, this is the issue where you're talking about Scarlet Witch. She is one of the most powerful people in the entire Marvel Universe. And there's no question, like, about what she could do to, like, anything. So I was like, yeah, dude. I knew she was going to everybody up like <laughs> yeah but i see matt's point the the issue isn't with that it's with her hard time with strange right one person and granted yeah. magic um i don't know what, what, what about what about her versus phoenix that's a good interesting one i think that uh, if, the phoenix the phoenix would just take her yeah and abandon whatever fucking other shell of a body it had well but, yeah, that's a pretty good argument i think that's fair i mean yeah, maybe I that's, her magic I think that's what it stop it I believe that's what it's done in a book. That's why I had that quick on the hip. Oh, took over Wanda? I believe so. Oh, did it take over Wanda specifically? I thought it was No, I think in that big, long, fucking 84-part Phoenix thing they did last year or the year before, I think at one point, where they were showing the Phoenix all the way in the BC Avengers. <laughs> yeah, it was a big fucking circle jerk that interrupted a bunch of really good books. But uh, I do believe at one point she was the Phoenix. Interesting. That would be scary. Not like the 84 part series where it was just like people standing up in an Oprah audience and they're like, I was the Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then she found out later that a bunch of them had made it up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Ruined her book club forever. The <laughs> Phoenix is like. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. Uh, one cup I'd like to see. <laughs> 120. What was it? 120 people. 120. 84 issues. 120 penises. Penises. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I keep thinking about the movie, and people keep asking me what I thought, and it's like I I liked it, but I liked it because it was a a Raimi film. I don't know if I liked it as a um, Marvel movie. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I do or not. Yeah, I got to rewatch it because I kind of agree. Yeah, I think what's going to happen here is a lot of people like I've seen the general uh, malaise about this whole this whole movie. But I think what's going to happen here is that something's going to happen down the road where it's going to be like, oh, shit, this was more important than we gave it credit for back in 2022. Like what? though? Yeah. Retro the third eye? The no, it'll be clear. Yeah, I was going to say it'll all be shit from like the last. 10 minutes in the post credit scene though right so overall the movie uh is so is this like a, a new trend for marvel not a trend necessarily but 
where Marvel now is just going to make uh, movies as if they were single comics? Well, here's the problem with that, though, and this this film a little bit, is Marvel's done that with other things so far, and then at the end they're going to incorporate into the other shit. Yeah. This is the first one where you needed to know something that happened before in pretty good detail. You needed to have seen WandaVision and know who Strange is kind of as a character for a lot of it to make perfect sense. Well, but and then other than that, you wanted a vision to to enjoy the movie. No, but you needed to have an idea of what it had. You needed to be part of the zeitgeist about it. I, I, I'll go. My answer is both. I liked it both. I mean, I honestly loved it as a Raimi movie. Yeah. Like I was absolutely over the moon. Like again, like I said, so many points where I was like cackling and immediately thinking of old Sam Raimi shit and just like loving it. And then there were a lot of parts that I was like, no, I love, honestly, like, this is one of those elements of Doctor Strange that I think continually gets ignored. And I liked it also at even the very beginning of the movie is when they're talking about how, like, oh, yeah, I do the right thing. Or I do, like, it's just like, dude, Doctor, you always, you violate people's fucking, like, you know, allegiance and trust in you just to fucking try to save the day. You do this a lot, man. Like, you're not perfect shit. Fuck up a lot. So I think I'm glad that they keep choosing to do that because I feel like they made the same point in the last film and I think they did again. And it's true. and It's in the comics, man. So um, I think it's I'm glad they need to exploit that in his character because there's plenty of characters in this universe that are totally puritanical that you can indulge yourself in. So I like that. I like that, too. It's looking too bad now, is it? (laughs) (laughs) I just think this movie, Eternals and Black Widow are all kind of guilty of the same thing, that they don't really build much until the last little bit that's needed for the future of the the franchise. But in, in the middle, there's very little you know, character growth or anyone you come to care about or anything special. I'd say Black Widow is probably the least of the offender, but still it's just the whole thing is to get to her sister getting hired at the end of the movie. So, so it is, it is a trend of them doing kind of one-offs, but connecting them to the the bigger picture, the bigger universe. Yeah. But this one in Eternals just feels so tonally different from other Marvel movies that it's, even though I loved it for what it was and I really liked it a lot and I do want to go see it again in the theater. Yeah. It just it doesn't fit the tone. The same way the Dark World, even when they went back and made it important, that doesn't really fit the tone of the rest of the Marvel movies. Like it's yeah. a weird it's a weird story done by somebody who's definitely an artist in the middle of this thing that's definitely pulp. Right. Would you um argue that this is the building phase? Like the was the new phase one? Oh. Yeah, but I think that's what I mean. Like without, like I don't mean it in a shitty way. I just think this movie did less universe building or less anything that wasn't just circular and enclosed than than any of the Phase One movies. The Phase One movies like really explored a thing. This was like Doctor Strange as we know him going through the shit. He's still sad about old lady and uh, has fucked up the Spider Man thing and not really learned anything from it and. I don't know. There's just parts of it that seem too standalone for me where there's not, he doesn't seem to come out of it much different than he went into it. You know, it wasn't him. It wasn't him that was going to kill fucking America. It was a different strange. Like our strange goes through not a lot of fucking growth at all in this fucking film, other than he reads the dark hold. And at the end, he's ready for a new adventure. Right. Like the, the, 
same same with black widow and the black widow movie like black widows the black widow you know and like but nothing we're not gonna explore any kind of character development here's her sister see you next time the end of, i would, I, would sorry. I was gonna say the end of black widow it's like you buy you watch her buy the jet so she can be like time to go die in infinity war yeah it's and, uh it's a little too encased for me. They're like, it seems like there's freedom in it, but I, there's really not unless they're going to do another Sam Raimi thing. I feel like it's vague on. So just like we were talking about earlier, like Sam Raimi, instead of like explaining the rules in a comic book way, just has a third eye blink twice. Like that's not in tone with the Marvel universe that like lets you know information where it's not just wide open until way in the future. The way they did Thor Dark World was creative and they went back through another lens and you watched the th- shit unfold, but it wasn't, they weren't justifying things that you saw that were never explained. I think one of the simple things too with this movie and also I would definitely say with some of the other products that have been produced is a lot of building. They're trying to make sure that in this specific instance is starting to line up with what they've been doing with Disney Marvel. So you saw a lot of that splicing and splining, and you've seen it in other pictures, but I feel like they use this as an opportunity to do a lot of that, for sure. What do you mean, Sony? Like, bringing over, like, a lot of those, like, you know, like, having uh, Patrick Stewart's Charles Xavier, and then also bringing over Fantastic Four as, you know, like, having Krasinski come in, you know, just trying to find those like kind of blend points. So like you can kind of more easily make that move. And, you know, they did it, you know, the, the last Spider-Man movie for sure. But I think that there's a lot of effort being done to try to get those universes to align um, properly. So, and I think that we'll probably, that's one thing I think we'll see again, Matt is like, we'll keep, they'll keep trying to find ways to get those to meld together. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But that's what I mean. It, it, in any other Marvel telling, there would have been more information on the multiverse and what was happening and where the Illuminati was. And who was the most? It wouldn't have just been a, hey, this is neat, quick kill scene. <laughs> and like, that's what I mean that it's like so tonally different that it doesn't fit to me. I couldn't hear you cut me off. So you're totally good. Oh, my bad. Well, what's going on? But um, what I was going to say, uh, am I cutting you off? No. Uh, uh, fuck. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I definitely see what you're saying because there is kind of like a kind of a hand holding and like, you know, it, it, it does just kind of feed you the information naturally. I like to consider myself kind of a comic book movie fan. Uh, but I was also kind of confused at a lot of points in this in this uh movie yeah it's like an old evil dead movie or something where there's just shit where you have to accept it as what it is and you don't need to think about it too much because Raimi didn't man so like that's that's just not his bag he's not favreau coming in here trying to rebuild a career he's Raimi. he's Raimi trying to play the greatest hits and maybe throw one new song and i (laughs) love and i loved it because i love the greatest hits don't get me wrong i'm gonna go back and see the show again but I don't think it matches what the other Marvel movies do. And I think the same can be said of Eternal. The tone's so different, the information's disseminated in a way that really all they get home is the couple of points you need at the end of the movie to move forward, but you don't really know anything about those people too much. This is from our old album, and it's just Bruce Campbell punching himself. Yeah. Yes. Like that that post credit scene pissed me right the fuck off. I was fine with it. <clears throat> it's fun, but man, what a 
fucking waste of a Marvel post credit scene that could have moved the story in any direction or shown one more five-second clip of whatever the fuck Clea and Strange were doing. But I'm glad we got to see Sam Raimi masturbate over his money. Hey, man, if I had some money to masturbate over, I can't say I wouldn't do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they just they just as easily could have had, one, you know, when Strange leaves the house with his scarf and he's walking down the street, they could have had him walk by Bruce Campbell punching himself and do the it's over thing. And then cut back to strange kind of like smirking and to himself, like, Haha, yeah, I did that shit. And then have him go, Oh my fucking eye. Yeah. That, that's, that's definitely less masturbatory. Yeah. That's kind of like mutual masturbatory. Yeah. It's like servicing the thing that you're working on and your ego instead of just one. Oh, Oh, I see what's going on. I thought it was like they were doing it at the same time while watching each other. Not that they were like touching each other. yeah so i don't know overall like it just makes me want to watch the next thing but the next thing is so gonna be so tonally different because doesn't thor ragnarok come out like super close to now yeah it's in a month june 20 something isn't it Oh, it's two months. I, I thought we were a, I thought we were a month out for something. Um, <laughs> I don't really know. Plus, um, and then there's also Obi Wan at the end of this month. Obi Wan and Stranger Things and Umbrella Academy. And when does the boys come back? Uh, well, Miss Marvel is June 8th. Okay, that's what I was thinking of. Miss Marvel's like almost 30 days out from it. And then they had four. Is July 8th, unless that's okay. changed? No, that seems right. Black Panther, November. So there's a huge gap in between uh, Thor and anything else. Oh, but She-Hulk's also coming out at some point. She-Hulk, Blade, Werewolf by Night for Halloween. Guardians Christmas special. Yeah, um, we've, we've but, but I mean before, oh, I guess November's or October's. No, October's before November. Halloween's before my birthday. Uh <laughs> but yeah so so we have a good amount of stuff coming yeah, and shit. i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised if there's a tv show in there somewhere that they haven't been pressing too hard did you catch what i said no this comes out either june or july 3rd yeah so it's going to be a pretty stacked summer with entertainment finally for the first time in years uh june june 3rd yeah yeah we got exciting. a lot we got a lot coming y'all that's my yeah. last day of work man that's a sweet phrase isn't it? Does it taste good to say? Does it taste good coming out of your mouth? <sighs> and not yet. It will. Not yet. I still got three weeks, but I'm excited. I didn't hear what you said. I said that's my last day of work. What? Beautiful. Yeah. For the summer? For the summer. Oh, okay. I thought you were just like, I was like, fuck that place. I'm taking the pockets on the road. Yeah, dude. We're going to start monetizing this shit. I mean, we did a reverse sellout on the chapel, the Chappelle house in Trinidad, Colorado. Yes. A sell none. (laughs) We were pitching a perfect game and then trucks came in. So we're like, oh, you have to be on the pod because there has to be no one there. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, that was fun. Fuck, man. Apparently, this next episode of Halo that I got to catch up on that I missed last week because we were partying at the Chief Festival in Trinidad. Uh, apparently, it's pretty egregious. So I'm just like, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, I enjoyed that this would be like me watching Rise if I didn't know what it was going into it because it was a children's show where they syn- synopsed it up and sold a bunch of things so you knew what it was. Are any of the, are they, are they like actual actors? Are they what? Because I've never watched the Halo show. Yeah, me neither. Mitch is the only one that watches it. No, it's it's a live. Sorry, I thought I thought I thought you couldn't hear Reese's mic either for a second. That was (laughs) wigging me out. (laughs) I'm sorry. I was like I was like uh, riding a bus and fucking playing a role-playing game on my phone and i was like talking through discord and i was like being loud and the bus driver was like hey could you quiet down and i was like oh i'm sorry i was just really enjoying my role-playing game. <laughs> <laughs> you should have been like no no i cannot i might have to get louder in fact it looks like we're doing a lot of combat like <laughs> yeah <laughs> me and my friends and my here my ears are winning leave me alone <laughs> they go to a different school you don't know <laughs> She's from Canada. <laughs> the Niagara Falls region. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, I guess there's like no Master Chief in the new Halo. They have, so Reese, they have this storyline that's Master Chief who is finding out that he was kidnapped and conscript, conscript, ah, conscripted into this uh, space program to be the Spartan, you know, yeah. that kills the aliens. Yeah. He's finding out he was kidnapped, replaced with a quick dying clone that would horrifically die in front of his parents so that the parents don't get suspicious that this kid was stolen to be augmented to be the perfect super soldier. Oh, okay. So it's like that uh, scene from Rick and Morty where like that thing hatches up the gut wrench. Yeah, exactly. Except for yeah, essentially what it is. Work or does it? Do they see it like? Oh no, does it have a better plan? But like the chief, he's finding out this is his past, and a show called Halo. There, there have been zero Halos. Screen, (laughs) but it might have just been a big zero. I don't know. (laughs) Um, it might be Lisa, but it could be a starfish. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, uh, apparently there's also a separate storyline where there's these insurrectionists that are trying to go against humanity just as the alien covenant war is starting. Yeah. And seems like a bad time to be like, let's not focus on the main character at all. <laughs> yes. Well, I don't know. I haven't seen it. Maybe it's really good. Maybe I'm just a fucking idiot. I've been radicalized by tweets. Dude, I don't <laughs> well what uh i'm i don't know man i'm I'm curious i don't feel like phase four has a really clear starting point and maybe we're just not seeing it because we're in it we're in it right i mean i think the clear starting point was loki dude i think it was morbius (laughs) (laughs) for a split second i was like he's a spy I always thought Reese was one of us. I thought he was a smart fella. He's just, and then and then you chuckled. You think I was like, Loki uh, because of Kang? Okay, Kang, Kang Kang's in Quantumania. He's gonna Jonathan's on like a major contract. Like that's gonna be 
the big bad, I'm pretty sure. I generally agreed upon that that is Kang there in that scene. Yeah. Oh, it is. It is Kang. I mean, he's already been acknowledged as playing Kang and Ant-Man. So, and, and all the names he goes by, it's, he's, he's the Richard's grandchild. He's great grandchild. He's a fantastic four offspring. That's the other thing I was going to say. They've already shown us the fantastic four exist in the MCU because Kang is there. Now, I know, but Krasinski is in an alternate universe, but I mean, those people, like the Richards family already exists in the MCU for Kang to exist in the MCU. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, shit. I don't know. Well, that depends because he escapes uh, in 2012, right, from the Avengers, like when he steals the cube. Yeah. Yeah. And so basically he causes that multiverse incursion in 2012 or does it not count as part of the like it seemed like he was causing the like i don't think it was his called the incursion too i didn't think it was no it was a nexus event yeah i think the nexus events that he's causing are all over the timeline i don't think he's affecting one spot i think he's putting branches fucking everywhere he's fucking with the timeline which is creating the multiverse yeah dude dick deep in that timeline yep but oh wow event yeah we got some back doesn't time travel state that for loki to fix all this shit eventually he has to go back and not escape with the cube only so that he can live up to being killed by thanos you know what i'm saying is he gonna be a big grown-up boy god or is he gonna be a Grown up boy god for sure. <laughs> I'll stay up. But I mean, like to close the fucking time loop, he has to go not steal the Tesseract so that they don't, you know, so that the Marvel Cinematic Universe progresses normally until the point where he eventually is killed by Thanos in Th- Infinity War. He has to fix the timeline and sh- close the multiverse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And not with any of that silly ass Norse magic. No. <laughs> old fashioned time dead with gold fashion blood <laughs> loki murder and yeah i don't know about i don't know about that that time loop because i still get a little confused about captain america going back and staying but Is still the- existing twice <laughs> <laughs> yeah. sorry yeah no, you he- had a very valid question <laughs> no but yeah he, he basically said fuck the rules of time right when he did that yeah, and I, it, it stuck with me the other day, well, whenever I was watching it, like last week, because I, I just kept saying to myself, like, there's there's got to be problems with this, you know? And then I'm thinking, like, what would have happened in Back to the Future? Um, so I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I guess I stopped asking questions after that because it was starting to hurt my brain. Yeah, I think in the story, didn't they try to justify it a little bit by the fact that he wasn't there for most of that time? He was frozen. Bingo. Yeah, I think that that's the thing. And then by the time they were both around, he was an old man and then young him was back so it, i think that was their silly stupid fucking fix that man. worked for when they just explained it away in one line in the fucking movie maybe that's what they mean by man out of time <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah. a little fucking man out of time <laughs> well dude can i put it to you this way Anybody else on the team they would have signed up for that would have probably fucking died. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, cool. Well, now I have to live another how long? Oh, fuck. Like. <laughs> also, what is powering uh, 
Doctor Strange's Doctor Strange is uh, the thing. If it's, it's no longer the Time Stone, is it still the Eye of Agamotto, or was the Eye of Agamotto uh, the Time Stone? Oh, dude, he's flapping hog. He powers it with the hog. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like he just powers it with like his will and his knowledge of the nature of Agamotto's spells. Now yeah. he yeah. doesn't need because I don't think the Infinity Stones what really made it work on anything other than time spells well i think the device works on its own as like a relic of agamotto's and then also they hit a time stone in it during, yeah approach is like a legitimate you know yeah like just the- like the cloak or <laughs> or that thing that grabs fucking mads milkison and bends him back to where every pervert across america got was like i'm full fucking hog now <laughs> tie him up tighter uh <laughs> thanos the whole eye of agamotto he just floated the time stone over to him yeah well it's because josh brolin doesn't appreciate jewelry yeah he was like you can keep the band give me the rock <laughs> i need it for my bracelet <laughs> you got a good josh brolin thanks <laughs> Josh Brolin, Josh Brolin seems like a real freak. Sometimes I like watching that interview where he talks about burning his asshole. <laughs> Thanos burned his asshole? Yeah, there was like a thing with rich and famous people a couple years back where they were all... Uh, Reaching their buttholes or something? No, they were, they were tanning their assholes because yeah. it's like apparently like, you know, 10 minutes in the sun with your asshole is like three days in the sun with your the rest of your skin for vitamin D and stuff it does to your body. You need vitamin D in your asshole. Right. But no one's asshole has ever seen daylight, really. So Josh Brolin went out there and tried to go the full 10 minutes his first time and burned his asshole to a crisp. And he's like talking about it. he's like, it's like a poor crime. Like, it's like hilarious. Yeah. The interview is great. I don't remember off the top yeah. of my head if it's Kimmel or <laughs> Jimmy Fallon, but it's one of the late night shows. And you can tell the host is like, we've struck gold. Yeah. Yeah. Keep, t- keep talking, kid. Whatever you need to talk about. Keep going. <laughs> You've just struck gold. On gold case. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. It's been a while. I should probably rewatch that tonight. Oh man! So that you go out and put your asshole toward the sun, and it charges you up. Yeah, the pictures of people doing it—they were either doing like a downward dog pose with their ass in the sky, but Josh Brolin's picture of him doing it that was blurred out—it's just like him laying back, holding his ankles up, like he's waiting to get plowed missionary style. <laughs> and it's like i don't think it was in the pre-interview because the host is surprised there's a picture like it's it's good it's a good solid fucking seven minutes of your time on youtube <laughs> watching him be like they don't tell you you know you need to use suntan lotion you got to ease into it i burned my butthole you're like oh this guy is insane this is this is what he wanted to talk about when he finally had a forum Josh, i feel like that's a fucking wheel of fortune clue Josh Probst, sun shaft asshole. Like, yeah, uh huh. That's it. That's it. <laughs> uh, nailed it again. <laughs> the pop was a real good one. <laughs> uh, Filming Infinity War and Endgame with a sunburned asshole. That's why <laughs> Thanos is so fucking crotchety. <laughs> he hates his kids. <laughs> uh that's how he got into character dude 
to get pissed off like he wanted to kill half of humanity. He went outside and burned his asshole in the direct sunlight and, and then came in. He had his butthole so burnt it looked like Thanos's chin. It was just purple, swollen, and wrinkled, dude. Puckered up. Uh, fucking brilliant. They didn't even need a Foley guy. When he snapped his fingers, his asshole fell off, and that's what the noise was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was in a he was in a mocap suit and when it hit the floor they were like that's perfect <laughs> he is a weird dude there's just no other way around it i've seen him in a lot of movies and i think that is absolutely the thing you have to take away from he's a weird dude he's a weird dude but i think he's the right kind of weird you want people to be who've been famous that long oh for sure like you want him to be like a little crazy and insulated by people for sure but people who are obviously not taking advantage of advantage of him financially just constantly saying like yeah that's cool josh it's kind of tough because i always like sam rockwell better as george w bush between the two guys who played george w bush <laughs> yeah dude sam rockwell's a g I wish he'd come here right now and offer me a crate of cigarettes. <laughs> Regular? <laughs> Regular, dude. They're banning menthol. And you can't be an astronaut if you smoke menthol. I imagine you show up and just be like, these are pie cigarettes. Like, Do you not know this, Matt? This is a fun thing to tell your students if you suspect they're smoking cigarettes. Does uh, it cuts menth- open your gums or something? It's fiberglass? No, the mentholate in the cigarettes recrystallizes in your lungs. So when you're in zero gravity, there's a bunch of crystals that go uh, zero gravity in your lungs and start lacerating your fucking lungs. Whoa. So if you've... That's a what? That's if you smoke menthols. Yeah. So if you've had like more than a handful of menthols in your life, it disqualified you back in the day. Now I think smoking altogether disqualifies you. But uh, I got that crystal lung, bro. I can't. I have to stay and die with the earth. Yeah, and they're not really clear on how they got that data. So I imagine there's an astronaut either in Russia or the United States who died a horrific fucking death. Oh man. <laughs> You know what we did? We had a fucking dog or a monkey. I was just thinking we made a dog smoke the cigarette. <laughs> it came back and they were like, what's all this? Why'd the lungs liquefy? <laughs> oh, that's that's fucking hilarious. Doing the autopsy, like he's like slicing through it. He's just like, boom. Like a- <laughs> 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 the menthol shit. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the one that we uh, didn't give cigarettes to we kept it here on earth we think we'd get rid of a good chip <laughs> he rolled him we decided we were keeping him you want a cigarette <laughs> yep and then we'll get him to smoke the menthols and then the other one will smoke the regulars and then the guy's just like well what happens then because we won't have an extra chip and it's like well we can always buy another one sir it's like yes that is correct yeah but i always think about dogs because of uh russia because i feel like i've definitely like shit about them launching dogs into space back in the day yeah Laika. that's the name of the dog that went up you don't think that russia made a dog smoke cigarettes of course they did (laughs) a russian dog asked for cigarettes they didn't make it do anything The dog got in space and started barking for cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, it was like that Sam Talent bit. The dog was just like, arr, arr, are you going to let me have one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my 
My brain is very weird. My phone's about to die. But Matt, have you finished your watch through of uh, Rick and Morty? I got like three episodes left, I think. Four episodes left. I just watched one where, um, oh my God, it was so funny how it ended. Where they had, uh, shit, they had these things that were on their necks that were like narrating out loud. And at the end of the episode, uh, Rick like pulls them off and they, they were called narrator. Uh, shit, I can't remember what it was. It just threw me for a loop. It was it was an episode where it was all about family. Um, uh, in the last season, where uh, Summer like got rid of got rid of Marty and then got rid of the uh, they were building the the GoGoTron. Yes, like the, Voltron, the Voltron one, whatever it is. That season, though, there's a whole there's a whole other secondary season that were anime specials that came out each week after those. Oh, really? that you need to watch okay where are those at are those on they're, YouTube? no they're on the adult swim app and unless you pay for cable you can suck a dick so i haven't been able to watch them i accidentally my cable box because i still use my cable my parents cable box dvr and then watch it on my computer uh-huh. it accidentally recorded like two of them at the beginning before they had the title straight uh-huh. and i and i was like what the fuck is this but each one a different like popular anime director and artist took over each episode and was in charge of it completely. And then Harm and then Harmon and Royland had to work the story around it. So the Voltron episode at the end of the season ties up the other five or six storylines from these animes. Oh. That are all bananas. They're really cool. Do you know if it's available on HBO Max? It's not. It's on the Adult Swim app. There's some kind of weird contractual thing where Cartoon Network still has... It probably has to do with how they pay the anime directors. Oh, okay. There's probably a rights issue because I'm sure they they agreed to it before HBO Max bought Turner. It was a funny episode. It threw me for a loop, that's for sure. Yeah, there's a whole episode of the anime one that explains the Voltron shit. Okay. It's like a one-off Voltron episode with the cats and the whole thing. It's really, it's fun. Yeah, yeah. I've been liking the show a lot. It's right where he's like some little Ricky or something, right? Yeah, they had, uh, yeah, the, well, what was, what was the, the name of the guy that uh, uh, he ends the, ends the conversation? Like he does the toast, and they got all the, all the little Ricks, uh, the the like mafia kind of guys. It's like a mafia family. Is that the same episode? <laughs> That's the same episode. I can't I can't remember. I just remember all the, legitimate questions. Honestly, I remember a guy named Little. Rick. I think he was part of the the um, mafia too. He gets shot. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been digging it. Uh, I'm almost done. So uh, I, I assume that show is not done. That they're going to have another season coming out. They got a ridiculous contract, man, where they got seven seasons all at once after the third season. So there's another six renewal or whatever. Oh, geez. So they're going to be around for a while. I uh, imagine it's seasons. just uh, the owner of Itchy and Scratchy Studios. <laughs> you bet. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like maybe this summer um they confirmed in march that they had begun oh no that this article was written in march uh saying dan Harmon confirmed that they had already begun writing season six nice yeah i think that'll be good i think at some point to just like end their comic run 
because I'm like, you know, like a lot of the things they're doing now are just like kind of these one-offs or kind of like four runs. So I think they're going to eventually stop because a lot of these things, as I read some of them, I'm like, dude, you could just make part of that into an episode or make all of it into an episode or don't waste that idea, you know, because you guys have got a lot of cartoons. Yeah. Yeah, that Oni Press thing, I think they're kicking themselves for because they burned through a lot of shit. But yeah, but I'm glad to own like almost all of it. Hell yeah. The hardcovers are fucking dope. Morty comics? I've had, I've collected Rick and Morty since the start. Nice. I've got like, I have like maybe five copies of the first issue. So nice. Random ones. Like they're all, they're all really fun. I don't know. Like, and I was like, oh, I like, I think I bought some of them directly from Oni. And I was like, at the time, you know, it was like, oh yeah, this is kind of expensive, but I haven't even checked on the prices of them these days, but I'm sure they were worth more than that. Yeah, they've gone up quite a bit. Quite a bit. Do you guys think that McDonald's would have permanently brought back the Szechuan sauce if all those Rick and Morty fans didn't beat down their doors? No. It cost them it cost them too much money to make. But, but it's so fucking delicious. I know. Shit, I'll put an extra buck for a cup of sweet Szechuan sauce. I need that sauce, Jake. <laughs> Just hook it to my bag. It's, it's coming back next month. Yeah. Good. You have to follow it around on tour like the fucking Grateful Dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it's on that McRib life now. It comes around when it's cheap enough to produce. Wasn't that also an episode of The Simpsons where Homer has to follow the McRib as it retires? Like Everything, yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Everything's an episode of The Simpsons. Is that what you're going to say, Mitch? Simpsons did it. We'll be, we'll be assimilated by 2050. <laughs> fucking climate change takes us out first. I like there that. Assimilated. Podcast called Broadcast Geeks. <laughs> Broadcast yeah. The Infinite Possibilities. <laughs> <laughs> that way jones because then we're gonna end up in the universe where we end up saying what the hell is that geek flanders doing on tv (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i mean it's okay bitch they uh, go into you know check out this little piece of (laughs) (laughs) like an egyptian speaking of what do you guys think of moon Knight? i think it's great I loved it. I read the director's thing about the cameo they had to cut. That sucks because they were going to have Kumail in it. No shit. Yeah, they were going to show some old battle in Egypt with one of Khonshu's old avatars and something to do with the the imprisonment of Ahmet. And uh, Kumail was going to be there with the Eternals fighting alongside the avatars. That would be cool. Yeah. Yep. But the director was like, at the end of the day, we were going to have to take money from somewhere else in the show to do it. And I didn't want to give up any of the rest of the show. And that was the easiest thing to cut. So, but bummer nonetheless. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been really good, actually, because as it stands now, Eternals isn't, it's like loosely connected to the Marvel Cinematic Universe only because they mentioned characters, but they didn't show anybody. They didn't immerse them into it. I mean, I like the movie. It, it just, I don't know. Could have been better, I suppose. No, I yeah. think you're though do they there's no real anchor points in anything else right now for that film like there's plenty for black widow to touch back into range and even ridiculously for some other films (laughs) but like you know like for that one it just kind of is sitting out there a little anomalously yeah it would have been nice to do that 
that's too bad. Maybe the director's cut. Moon Knight's going to get another season, right? Uh, it looks pretty sure. I mean, he might show up in Blade and Werewolf by Night, stuff like that first, but... Midnight Suns type shit. Do that yeah. Moon Knight just jump? Like, I'd be down for him just to jump to movies. You got the star power with Oscar Isaac. Well, and they're about to start doing that a lot more. They're going to do it with Blade. They're going to do it with a bunch of characters coming up. Miss Marvel. Uh, there's a lot of characters that are premiering in TV that are already, we already know they're in films. Yeah. I watched to open the forbidden door to have people go from TV to movie back to TV to movie kind of thing. Forbidden door. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boys, I just found out Big Macs are back on the two for six deal. And, and I'm putting, putting my shoes on. No, I'm but I'm, but I'm very I'm very excited to leave after we're done. Yeah. My about to die as well. All right, well we can f- end it here. Yeah, I gotta right. go butt fuck four Big Macs. Hell yeah! You have anything you want to plug? Uh, I don't think I want to plug anything. I just want you to to watch the video of Oscar Isaac singing Hippopotamus. If you've not seen it, I think it's on it's on a uh, Jimmy Fallon. It's like okay, it's fucking fantastic and it's it's it from a while ago so it's not related to moon Knight directly <laughs> oh okay i was gonna say i don't think i've caught that recently hippopotamus song yeah hip, it's like a minute long maybe like it's, the song okay. i want a hippopotamus for christmas type song oh it's a it's maybe a bit more direct and frank about hippopotami yeah if you oh, just type as a hippopotamus it, it'll come up so that's what i'll plug anyway <laughs> I'm going to be banging at the comedy for on May 19th. Um, so awesome. if you want, uh, listeners, hopefully we get this episode out. By then. If not time, time travelers and go to that show. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I got the fucking mask coming there. Let us not stand on ceremony, Mr. Wing. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So anyway, uh, but you can write us an email at broadcastgeeks at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook. You can also follow us on Twitter at broadcastgeeks or on Instagram broadcast underscore geeks. You can uh, follow us, uh, contribute to the subreddit. <laughs> r slash cast geeks i don't know how it works but i'm trying to figure it out subscribe uh, to our uh, to our reddit and upvote mitch's posts <laughs> all right there it is um or you can subscribe to the podcast and like and rate us on stars uh at uh podbean apple podcast or spotify and uh until next week We'll leave you with our signature sign-off line. Excelsior.